Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We focus on some sort of thematic approaches to jazz recorded history and today we're going to be listening to the records of two bands from the mid-1930s and both of these were groups that were led by singers. Uh, each one may have played instruments at different times but they were primarily known as singers and frontmen, MCs for various shows and they were very successful at that and uh, fortunately they put uh, bands together that are quite listenable and quite memorable from a jazz perspective as well. And both of these uh, singers kind of followed on the footsteps uh, along the footsteps of Cab Calloway and Billy Banks and even Baron Lee with the Mills Blue Rhythm Band who were frontmen and singers rather than strictly instrumentalists and they uh, got their band's message message across by personality as much as anything else. The two musicians I'm talking about are Tiny Bradshaw and Willie Bryant, and we are going to be kind of going back and forth a little bit uh, between them for this show. Uh, Tiny Bradshaw only recorded eight sides for Decca in 1934, and then he... Uh, moved on into the rhythm and blues field and actually kind of into the bebop field at that point and didn't record again until the late 19 or the middle 1940s. Willie Bryant had a band that recorded quite a bit uh, quite a bit more actually through the middle to the later 1930s. He recorded about 24 sides or so. So we'll be sampling um, all eight of the Tiny Bradshaw sides and about six or seven of the Willie Bryant ones. So we're going to start with the Tiny Bradshaw. He began life as a, uh, or he began his musical life as a drummer and singer. He was born in 1905 in Youngstown, Ohio, and started uh, playing uh, professionally when he was at Wilberforce University in Ohio. And that was a university that was well known for its jazz bands. Uh, Horace Henderson, the brother of Fletcher Henderson, led the Wilberforce Collegians in the mid to late 1920s and had quite a few very well-known musicians pass through his ranks at various times. Rex Stewart, uh, Benny Carter, uh, Emmett Berry, many others. And uh, uh, Tiny Bradshaw was his drummer for a while in oh, roughly about 1925, uh, 26 thereabouts. And that band had a fair amount of success uh, in the Midwest touring around. They never made any recordings per se, but they uh, did uh, make a mark in African-American popular music at the time. So Tiny Bradshaw ended up coming to New York in about 1927, 28 or so, and he played with a, a series of not terribly well-known bands and didn't make any recordings. He played with the, uh, uh, the Alabamians after they had uh, been fired, I guess, by Cab Calloway. They, they were Cab Calloway's band for a while. And then after that, he played with the Savoy Bearcats and then the Mills Blue Rhythm Band, which is probably the best known of the groups, although, again, he didn't make any... Um, uh, recordings as far as I know with that group. So in 1934 he was given the opportunity uh, to form his own band. He had actually been singing with Louis Russell's band for a little while. He had given up the drums and uh, was just uh, doing personality work and vocal work and he was a good jazz singer who could uh, scat sing pretty well as well. And so his band uh, when he put it together which was kind of the remains uh, of several different bands that had uh, uh, gone out of business around uh, the summer summer of 1934, they got an engagement at the Renaissance Ballroom on Coney Island, and they were there for the entire summer. And they uh, developed a repertoire and an approach that encouraged Decca Records to record them. And we have talked many times about Decca Records on these uh, uh, podcasts and uh, radio shows I've been doing. And they, like the Fletcher Henderson Band, like the Jimmy Lunsford Band, the Earl Hines Band, and many others, started making recordings for Decca in September of 1934. Jack Cap, who founded the 
that uh, that record company cast a pretty wide net in the fall of 1934 to see uh, what bands would make recordings that would be uh, popularly popularly consumable, I guess. And uh, not many of them did. The Mills Brothers were very popular. Of course, Louis Armstrong and Jimmy Lunsford. Those were the three that sort of kept going uh, through the period. Most of these other bands just had two or three recording dates, and that was about it. And that was true for Tiny Bradshaw. So the recording we're going to hear is from September 19th of 1934 for Decca Records, as I said, and this is on the heels of this band's performance at the Renaissance Ballroom. In the trumpet section, we have Lincoln Mills, Shad Collins, and Lawrence Max Maddox. Shad Collins is probably the trumpet soloist on most of these. Uh, on trombone, we have George Matthews and Eugene Green. On saxophones, we have Bobby Holmes playing alto sax and clarinet. We have Russell Procope playing alto and clarinet. It's interesting because right at the same time, he was recording with the Fletcher Henderson band, so he apparently was doing double duty. I don't know if he was a regular member of the of the Bradshaw band or just sitting in for the recording session, because he definitely was a regular member of the Henderson band. On tenor, we have Happy Caldwell, uh, who was a uh, pretty frequent participant in Harlem bands of the 1920s and 30s. Also, Edgar Spider Corantz on tenor sax. He uh, left for Europe shortly thereafter and started making recordings over there with Bill Coleman and Django Reinhardt. In the rhythm section, we have Clarence Johnson on piano, Bob Lessie on guitar, Ernest Williams on bass, and Arnold Bowling on drums. And of course, Tiny Bradshaw singing. So that's the band right there, Tiny Bradshaw and his orchestra. And we're going to start out with four sides by that band. We're going to hear Shout, Sister Shout, Mr. Will You Serenade, The Darktown Strutter's Ball, and The Sheik of Araby. And we'll talk about the soloist when we get to the end of that. We're going to fill out that set with one tune by uh, Willie Bryant and his orchestra. Since we're ending up with The Sheik of Araby with Tiny Bradshaw, we're going to start out with The Sheik of Araby, as done by uh, the Willie Bryant Orchestra. And this is a group, I'll tell you more about that uh, after the break, but this was done in May of 1935, so just a little bit later. And we're going to hear Richard Clark and Bobby Cheek on trumpet. Benny Carter is also on trumpet on this. I think he may have done the arrangement for this. Uh, Edgar Battle plays trumpet as well. John Houghton and Robert Horton are on trombones. Glenn Pack is on clarinet and alto. Stanley Payne on alto. Johnny Russell on tenor. Ben Webster um, is on tenor for some of these sides as well. And then Teddy Wilson on piano. Arnold Adams on guitar. Lewis Thompson on bass. And Cozy Cole on drums with Willie Bryant singing. So those are our five tunes. We're going to hear um, Tiny Bradshaw and his orchestra doing Shout, Sister, Shout. Mr. Will You Serenade, The Darktown Strutter's Ball, and The Sheik of Araby, and then another version of The Sheik of Araby by Willie Bryant and his orchestra. Shout, sister, shout, sister, shout. And if that devil grab 
your hand. Here's one thing he can't stand. Shout, sister, shout, you got to shout. I was walking down the river singing a Hallelujah song. I'm jumping down before you, child. Just keep walking straight along. Tell old Satan how you feel. Keep that devil off your heel and shout. That's right, you got to shout. Oh, it's wrong to be too tight, too Shout, sister, that's right. Get up and shout, shout. Oh, you need to shout, sister, that's right. You got to shout. Have mercy. Walking down the river singing a hallelujah song. I'm jumping down before you, child. Just keep on straight along. Tell old Satan how you feel. Get mad. Ha. Off your heel, but shout. That's right, you got to shout. Have mercy, shout.
when the band starts playing, bed for bed about half past eight. Baby, don't be late. Be the right when the band starts playing. And remember, get that sugar tooth, that child, and have them all. Then out of my shoes, play those jelly roll blues. Tomorrow night at the dark town, sun ball. Spot to set to stay. Oh, baby, bring me down. Spot to set to stay. Did you, did you, did you, did you, did you, did you, Beat it out, Satchel Mom, beat it out.
this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why you rule all this land with me? Cause I'm the sheik, I'm the sheik of Arabi. have the Tiny Bradshaw Orchestra and Willie Bryant and his orchestra. We started out with four sides uh, from the first date recorded by Tiny Bradshaw, September 19th, 1934 for Decca Records, and we heard Shout, Sister, Shout, uh, which sort of sums up the uh, the musical feeling of this whole program, both of the singers. Mr. Will You Serenade, Darktown Strutter's Ball, and the Sheik of Araby. We heard uh, a clarinet solo on Mr. Will You Serenade that I think was Russell Procope. He had a kind of a New Orleans-y sound at times. Um, and then tenor sax by Happy Caldwell and trumpet, I believe, by Shad Collins. Uh, 
on the Darktown Strutters Ball in the Sheik of Araby, we heard alto solos by Russell Prokop. Uh, he had been with the Fletcher Henderson Band in the spring of 1934, but the Henderson Band had some problems in the summer. They uh, split with their manager, Irving Mills, and they lost a couple of uh, gigs that had been promised to them, so apparently the band was somewhat at liberty during the summer, so the other players, or the players in the band, must have gone out to look for other work, and then Prokop ended up at the Renaissance Ballroom, apparently, with Tiny Bradshaw. Uh, the Henderson Band picked up some random gigs here and there in the summer, and uh, some of the personnels listed do not include uh, Prokop, so that must be the reason. But he was back with them by about this time, uh, September of 1934, so he must have been doing double duty on the recording sessions. Whether he was, uh, at the time, appearing with Henderson in person, we don't know, but there you go. There's a clarinet solo on the Sheik of Araby that was probably by Bobby Holmes. Bobby Holmes had recorded with King Oliver's band, the last last couple of bands, and he was a, a, a good Harlem musician as well. We also heard uh, some trombone solos by George Matthews, who shortly after this went with the Count Basie band when they came east. And then, of course, we heard some uh, piano by Clarence Johnson, who was known as a... As a stride pianist from the 1920s. He did some piano roles and uh, various things, but uh, he did some very respectable work here. And all of that, of course, was supporting the vocals of Tiny Bradshaw, who was a pretty good jazz vocalist when all things are said and done, and uh, had a way with uh, scat singing as well. A lot of people, when they tried to do scat singing, even back then, tried to sound like Louis Armstrong and didn't come off very well, but Tiny Bradshaw had a way of uh, making it his own. And then we heard another version of the Sheik of Araby done by uh, Willie Bryant and his orchestra. And this was uh, from, let's see, this was from uh, May 8th of 1935. And uh, this was done, this was actually the second session for this band. And as I mentioned, Ben Webster and Benny Carter were with it. I'm not sure that is Benny, Ben Webster on the tenor sax solo. Um, the main tenor soloist with the Bryant band, early on anyway, was Johnny Russell, who had been with Benny Carter also and then ended up in Europe. He was a really very fine tenor player uh, who sounded a lot like Chew Berry. And to me, that tenor solo on Sheik of Araby sounded like uh, it must have been uh, Johnny Russell. We will hear some Ben Webster coming up. We also heard some trumpet in there, I believe, by Benny Carter. Uh, John Houghton on trombone. We've heard John Houghton uh, with our Washboard Rhythm Kings podcast. He was playing with them. Uh, Teddy Wilson on piano as well, and Glenn Pack on clarinet. He played clarinet and alto in this band, and he was a, an effective clarinet soloist who ended up in Europe, as so many of these musicians did, uh, and uh, played into the late 1940s, I believe. So those all featured, of course, or that one, I should say, featured the vocal of Willie Bryant. So Willie Bryant was born in New Orleans in 1908, but he didn't uh, grow up there. He moved to Chicago fairly early and uh, started playing and singing and dancing in African-American theater. Uh, by the late 1920s, he was a professional. He was also uh, on the uh, tent show minstrel circuit, kind of at its last gasp there in the 1930s. He was touring with the Buck and Bubbles Review as a singer, and uh, he... Uh, was elected or appointed to uh, lead the band that Benny Carter had sort of given up in 1934, actually in early 1935. Carter recorded a couple of sides, uh, including many of the musicians I just mentioned, but he left uh, briefly to go to Europe, uh, and then he came back shortly thereafter, but the Willie Bryant Band continued, and uh, they started uh, playing in several different ballrooms. They were known for uh, playing at the Apollo after a while. Willie Bryant became quite a well-known Harlem figure. He appears in a couple of films of the 1940s and is an MC on some music films, too. 
So we're going to start out the next set with uh, three Willie Bryant tunes. We're going to hear uh, The Viper's Moan, followed by Rigmarole, and then uh, we are going to hear The Voice of Old Man River. So uh, The uh, Viper's Moan comes from the first session, which was done in uh, January, January 4th of 1935, and that features the band without Benny Carter or Ben Webster that we just talked about. We'll hear some very good solos in there. And then Rigmarole uh, does uh, feature Ben Webster. I think we'll hear a bit of him, and we will certainly hear him on the voice of Old Man River. So Rigmarole comes from that second session, uh, May 8th of 1935, and the voice of Old Man River from slightly later, uh, August 1st of 1935. And that has a slightly different personnel. Otis Johnson, Richard Clark, and Edgar Battle on trumpet. Edgar Battle plays the trumpet solos there. John Houghton, Robert Horton, and George Matthews, who is over from the Tiny Bradshaw band playing trombone. Glenn Pack again on clarinet and alto sax. Stanley Payne plays the alto solos. Johnny Russell and Ben Webster on tenors. Roger Ram Ramirez, who composed the standard Lover Man. He's on piano. Arnold Adams on guitar. Ernest Basehill on bass. And Cozy Cole on drums. And uh, there may be some arrangements by Teddy Wilson. I seem to think that he arranged rigmarole, but uh, I'm not sure about that. We'll check on that. So those are the three Willie Bryant songs, and then we're going to go back to Tiny Bradshaw. We're finishing up with the voice of Old Man River with Willie Bryant, so we're going to follow that up with Old Man River, Tiny Bradshaw and his orchestra. And these sides are from October 3rd of 1934 for DECA. Uh, has the same personnel as the other Tiny Bradshaw recording we talked about. So we will hear Old Man River and I Ain't Got Nobody. So those are our five tunes. We have the Willie Bryant Orchestra on Viper's Moan, Rigmarole, and the Voice of Old Man River. The Tiny Bradshaw Orchestra on Old Man River and I Ain't Got Nobody. The Viper's Moan I want all y'all to get together and swing me out Cause I feel the spirit bring it to me
Well, look at here. Here comes old Putney and his trumpet. He's a viper, too. Look out now. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Now, boys, are you ready to do the rigmarole? Yeah, yeah man. Well, go on where I told you. And do like I told you. Because everything is... Home Look out now. Here we go. Watch it. One, two, three, four.
calling me home Way down south with Old Man River The land I love to roam Banjo singing, everybody's playing Hollin' one them good old lullabies They just laugh, sing and play and play To make the time fly by And the songs they sing are nothing but rhythm You should hear them moan It's the voice of Old Man River That keeps on calling me home Look out there, frog, look out
River, old man river. Don't say nothing, but he knows something. Old man river, why he's rolling along. And he pants no taters, he's got no cotton. Those that pant him are soon forgotten. Old man river, why he's rolling along. Now they shoot me while we're sweating strain. Body's ached in his record pain. Grab that load and tote that bale. Why you land straight in jail? I get weary, I'm tired of trying. Sick of living, I'm feared of dying. Old man river, why he's rolling along.
If you promise to be a little girl of mine Cause I ain't got a soul And nobody cares about me So there we have Willie Bryant. We ended up with um, uh, Tiny Bradshaw, but we started out with Willie Bryant, The Viper's Moan, Rigmarole, and The Voice of Old Man River. So The Viper's Moan, as I said, came from that first uh, session in January of 1935, and all of uh, Willie Bryant tunes were recorded for Bluebird, the subsidiary of RCA Victor. I forgot to mention that. So we heard some Edgar Battle on trumpet. I think we also heard John Hutton on trombone on that one, Glenn Pack on clarinet, Stanley Payne on alto, Johnny Russell on tenor. We heard some nice guitar in a couple of different tunes by Arnold Adams. Uh, a little unusual to hear a guitar solo at this stage of the game uh, in the swing era, and especially African-American big bands, not too common. Uh, as I mentioned, Teddy Wilson was on piano, Louis Thompson on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. This was during Cozy Cole's period before he went uh, into uh, Stuff Smith's small band on, on 52nd Street, and then of course he joined Cab Calloway after that and was with that band for quite a while. I had said that Willie Bryant's band was at the Apollo Ballroom. He did have a band there in the 40s. He was sort of the MC and host of the Apollo Ballroom and a lot of the talent shows they had there. He was also known as the Mayor of Harlem for his efforts. Uh, his band that we are listening to right now was actually at the Savoy Ballroom. So it was Chick Webb's band at the same time. So a couple of different bands happening there. We also heard, as I said, Rigmarole and the Voice of Old Man River. And those came from the uh, next couple of sessions, actually. We had uh, uh, Rigmarole from uh, the May session of 1935, and The Voice of Old Man River was from uh, August of 1935. And both of those featured long solos by Ben Webster, definitely Ben Webster in that case. He was uh, already being recognized as a, one of the great tenor players. He had done some recordings the year before with uh, Fletcher Henderson's band, those recordings I re referenced earlier for Decca Records. He'd also recorded with, um, of course, Benny Moten's band, Blanche Calloway's band. He was going to be uh, featured not long after this with uh, the Cab Calloway band and also Teddy Wilson before joining Duke Ellington in late 19. 1939 and uh, cementing his reputation as a great tenor player there. So we ended up with two sides by the Willie, or rather the Tiny Bradshaw Orchestra for DECA in October of 1934. We heard Old Man River, a very fast version that was taken so fast it actually had to kind of go in halftime for the soloists. And we heard Russell Prokop featured quite extensively on that on alto. Then we heard I Ain't Got Nobody with several soloists, but um, most notably we heard uh, Shad Collins on trumpet on that one. So we're going to uh, do another set. We're going to go on and hear a couple more, uh, actually the remaining two, Tiny Bradshaw decasides. I'm a ding-dong daddy from Dumas, and she'll be coming around the mountain. We're going to hear quite a few good solos uh, from different musicians on this one. We're going to hear a baritone sax solo on the first one. I'm not exactly sure who does that. My guess is Russell Prokope, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. No, no, no baritone sax is credited in the discographies. And then we're going to finish up with at least two tunes, maybe three if we have time. We'll see. Probably just two for the Willie Bryant Band. And we're going to hear Steak and Potatoes and Liza. And these are from 
that same session that uh, we heard uh, Voice of Old Man River, that August of 1935, featuring Ben Webster. So we're going to hear some more good Ben Webster on here, along with uh, some Glenn Pack on clarinet and Stanley Payne on alto. And uh, trumpet solos, as I mentioned, by Edgar Battle, and trombone probably by George Matthews. So this is our uh, our salute to the singer leaders. Hope you're enjoying this, and uh, that will be uh, winding up our musical segment. We will hear, as I said, the Tiny Bradshaw Band doing a Ding Dong Daddy from Dumas, and she'll be coming around the mountain, and Willie Bryant and his orchestra, Steak and Potatoes and Liza, all featuring the vocals by the leaders, first Tiny and then Willie. <laughs> Ding dong daddy from Dumas, watch me do my stuff. I'm a ding dong daddy from Dumas, child, you ought to see me strut. Now here's a boy sitting on my right, Lord, Lord, things look tight. I'm a ding dong daddy from Dumas, so watch me do my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Drinks on me. Ding dong, daddy from Dumas. That's me, do my stuff, yeah. I'm a ding dong, daddy from Dumas, child. You ought to see me strut. Now I'm a ding dong, daddy from Dumas. Whoa, I'll do my stuff. Old Joe Brown going to the dance, walking jizzy like he got hands in his pants. Yeah, Dumas, ought to see me strut me. I'm a ding dong daddy from Dumas, child. Watch me strut. I'm a ding dong daddy from Dumas town. Do my stuff, yes. Spot to see you, you you Ding dong daddy from Dumas, ha. I'll do my stuff on Saturday, yeah. Child, I'm gonna drive. 
thick white horses when she comes. Gonna drive thick white horses when she comes. Did you up, did you eat, did you burn it? Did you do that? Did you die? I'm gonna drive thick white horses when she comes. Look out, Sassy, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. Eat this sister when she comes. Be doing the shim sham shimmy when she comes. Gonna do the shim sham shimmy when she comes. Shim sham shim sham, boli boli. Doing the shim sham shimmy when she
Lovely to give up steak and potatoes, chicken, corn, rice, and tomatoes. Lovely to give up all those things, honey, then I don't want love. Just think of it, you've got to give up red beans, rice, pork chops, fried chicken, and hot corn made with the butter ooze now. So I give that up, I don't want no love. Because love is supposed to be beautiful, so gorgeous and divine. Makes you feel like a thousand Mickey Mouses running up and down your spine. Well, well, love's gonna make me give up all my red beans and all that stuff. <laughs> Get away from here, I really don't want no love, I really don't. Yeah! Talk to me, bro, talk to me, bro.
So there we have it, right at the cusp of the swing era, 1934 and 35. Some big bands, African-American big bands, being led by singers, Tiny Bradshaw and Willie Bryant. Both very good entertainers. Uh, they played and sang and clowned for uh, the audiences at the Renaissance Ballroom, the Savoy Ballroom, the Apollo, different places. Uh, and uh, we're fortunate, uh, we are fortunate that they were foresighted enough to hire good jazz musicians as well. Tiny Bradshaw can uh, continued leading bands through the 40s and 50s. He passed away in 1958 after some years of ill health, but he had bands that recorded quite frequently. Um, initially, uh, after these recordings, the next recording sessions he did were in 1944-45 for um, some different labels, and it was actually uh, more of a bebop band. He was recording uh, for Regis, Manor, uh, Savoy, some of the smaller labels that were uh, important to the bebop movement. Then, later on, he went to some of the more rhythm and blues labels, especially King. He made a whole series of recordings for King. And some of the players that he had in those various bands are uh, much younger. We have uh, Talib Daoud on, on trumpet. Sonny Stitt was on alto sax with him for quite a while. Big Nick Nicholas and Count Hastings on tenor sax. Charlie Folks on baritone sax. Uh, quite a few other players as, as time went on, both uh, rhythm and blues players and uh, more modern jazz players. But we started out that session with his last two tunes for Decca. I'm a Ding Dong Daddy from Dumas, and she'll be coming around the mountain. We heard on Ding Dong Daddy that baritone sax solo. It might have been by Bobby Holmes. He uh, was a, a soloist. As, as I said, he played the clarinet solo on... Um, uh, Sheikh of Arabia. He may have been the clarinet soloist on She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain as well. We also heard uh, some very good trumpet playing by Shad Collins on both of those numbers, George Matthews on trombone, and Happy Caldwell on tenor. Happy Caldwell was quite prominent in the 1920s. He's in that film with Bessie Smith uh, called The St. Louis Blues. He recorded with uh, quite a number of bands in the 20s, Thomas Morris and Clarence Williams. Uh, he was never associated with a big-name band. Uh, he was on that great session uh, that produced one title, Knockin' a Jug, with Louis Armstrong and uh, Jack Teagarden. Uh, later on, he recorded with Jelly Roll Morton in the late 30s, and uh, he continued playing in, in various dance bands uh, in Harlem up until he died, I believe, in the 1970s. Willie Bryant lived until 1964, and he had a pretty consistently busy career, I guess, as a, as a kind of an MC and comic and uh, uh, somebody who uh, could run shows and so forth, and his experience leading bands obviously uh, fed into that as well. We heard two more tunes by him, uh, Steak and Potatoes and Liza, both featuring uh, Ben Webster, and also uh, some Edgar Battle on trumpet, Glenn Pack on clarinet, I believe it was Stanley Payne on alto sax, doing some lovely work on Liza. Liza, for some reason, is always the province of alto sax players. It lies well, I guess. Also heard some Johnny Russell, maybe not in solo in there, but in the section. Cozy Cole on drums as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this program today. Two not terribly well-known bands these days. We played all of the 1934 sessions by Tiny Bradshaw, and we played about a quarter of the tunes recorded by Willie Bryant and his orchestra, uh, which, as I said, were all done for Bluebird, RCA Victor, and done from uh, 19... Uh, 35 up until about 1936, 37 or so. So there are quite a bit more Willie Bryan things. We may fold those into a later podcast. Always had interesting soloists. And the singing uh, is interesting as well. As I said, Tiny Bradshaw is a very fine jazz singer and scat singer. Willie Bryant was more of a ballad singer, and you could hear that in his voice on some of those tunes we listened to.
So you've been listening to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you've enjoyed this program. Hope you're interested in learning a little bit more about uh, some cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history when you visit here. I uh, hope you're interested perhaps in sponsoring us as well. If you'd like to sponsor us on a monthly basis or on a one-time basis, we'd love to have more members of the family. So, more programs to come, and I'll see you on the other side.